Episode 57, Squared Circle Rewind Podcast. Welcome, everybody. And as our, our Vince McMahon impersonator has told us, it is Royal Rumble 1993. But before we do that, we're going to do this week's body language. Thanks, Ben. You're welcome. He's just like I custom made that for you. I love it. I'm a- it's actually growing me now. Before there I was kind of like, go. wait, you guys have like explosions and guns. I made your own soundbite, and you were complaining. I almost threw you through a window. I appreciate it. So, as people may have known, on Monday, WWE made a huge announcement, which actually had Triple H, Stephanie, and Vince present to make it. And the entire roster. It was so big that they actually had SmackDown Live women's superstars come to Raw for this announcement, which was... Brock Lesnar showed up. He did not show up. I thought that would be a big deal. No. he's. I think he's going through a confusion where he doesn't know where he's going to show up next. That's true. And, you know, poor Braun has no idea who he's going to catch in his title. Shot. Anyways, go on with your news. So, they announced... (laughs) You see how we see squirrels everywhere? Squirrel. So, they... When I say day, I mean all three. They all announced that we'll have the first ever all-women's pay-per-view event on October 28, 2018 with 50-plus women. Now, just to make sure there's no confusion, that's not age. That's not like 50-plus women. No, I only eligible. want 50-year-old women. Yeah. That's all I see? want. Okay. I told Jess, right. I'm like, that might be confusing marketing because people are like, oh, we're going to see like Alundra Blaze and people that's like it. Bertha... I don't know if she's alive still. Oh, so I was like, going to say Sweet Bertha Faye. <laughs> but no, it means 50 plus as Bold in the roster size because they have that roster size now. Believe it or not, they have it. Uh, the event will also show the finals of the Mae Young Classic. Oh, cool. Um, I also feel it might be the debut for the WWE Women's Tay Team Championship. What do you guys feel about that? I, I think it's awesome. I think it's great that they're... Rightfully they're, deserved. Yeah. Yeah, the, the women's game. wrestling right now was the best it's ever been. It's been phenomenal. Like you said, you said in her announcement, it went from 30-second matches to main event matches. Yeah, and and they deserve everything they phenomenal. get. Phenomenal. Like, you know, uh, even, you know, I, I really only watch the highlights now of the current product just to kind of keep up. But the, the women's matches consistently are some of the best ones that I've seen. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like, so. Even like the NXT division, which now I heard that the, uh, the decision for the women's tag might even, or the firm that it's going to be defended on Raw and SmackDown, but they also might have NXT superstars on the event as well oh. for the NXT Women's Championship, yeah. which would be pretty cool to see. Yeah. The roster for the women wrestlers are, it's tremendously in-depth. Yeah. Like the amount of talent, crazy amount of talent. All like, right, cool. Uh, Triple like H. My feet, like my feet, <clears throat> pardon me, my favorite active member on the roster right now Honestly, is Shayna Baszler. What's your, who's your favorite, would you say, Jess? Oh, Charlotte Flair. I freaking love oh, yeah. Shayna Baszler. Uh, loves me some Shayna Baszler. Like, she's just amazing to watch. I have to say, for me, an Ember Moon. Yo, all right. Like okay. that, that corkscrew Stone Cold Center. Like, the, one on. that, uh, the, the one that Shayna Baszler choked out, grabbing <laughs> her hair. Yeah. Her own hair. That was an incredible storytelling. But yeah, nonetheless, um, second piece of news... Hulk Hogan has been reinstated into the Libby Hall of Fame. 
and has apologized to the roster. And there's been a lot of recent news. There's been a lot of news. You've been waiting for so long. <laughs> he hasn't been on our paper so recently, so has been this Eric? week's edition of Body Language. Body Language. Yes. Body do, language. Do, 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 do. do you want to hear it again? No, I don't. Okay. I'm good. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's uh let, let's hear some facts. I'm ready. Only you know, I make all these sound effects and I always forget to make my own. Uh, these are your how had, selfless I am, guys. You had an incredible ACDC <clears throat> one. I did, and I got rid of it, uh, I don't know why I did that. Everybody get ready. These are your beneficial facts. Yeah, thank you, Jesse. I don't, I don't <laughs> do it with time for your beneficial facts. I don't so. do it with the panache <laughs> that, that he is, but whatever. You don't have a voice. That hurts me. Yeah, that, Go that, on. That's kind of a backhanded. All right. Royal Rumble 1993 took place January 24th, 1993 at the Arco Arena in Sacramento, California in front of a pack house of 16,000 fans. Some interesting facts about Royal Rumble 1993. This was the last pay-per-view for Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan as a duo. Sad. That's uh, end you, of an era. You, yep. you, you thought they would have finished off with WrestleMania. Well, no. Have that as their last. Maybe, oh. Yeah, end of an era. End yep. of an era. Um, Wait, this this leads us to the Jim Ross era. Yes, it does. It's oh, coming. Right. So it's uh, at Mania. One door closed. Mania is, is his thing. So, you know. Um, did you guys notice on the poster that there are several superstars that are were either not on the card, um, that were yeah, on like the Warrior card was on there. And I was like, that were either. Just not there or fired. Yeah. Like for example, uh, Undertaker or not Undertaker. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Ultimate Ultimate Warrior, uh, British Bulldog and Nails. Oh, thank God for Nails. And Crush and Kamala. And just a bunch of faces that just weren't even there. I mean, Crush is at well. Home. Kamala was buried. Like, wasn't he buried in that coffin? He was. Well, I was so mad to see Crush advertise and him not show up. That would have no. broke my heart. That would have <laughs> crushed my soul. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Jannetty was fired the next day after Rumble 93. For his attire? Appar- well... Hey, give it away the finish here, champ. Apparently, <laughs> apparently both HBK and Jannetty were out on the town the night before and were out very late and arrived at the show the following day in not the greatest of shape. And one was the champ and one was not. I wonder who kept his job. No. But they performed so well, though. Okay, well, since I'm since I'm on spoiler mode oh, right after. here, gotcha. Yeah. Ric Flair had technically already left WWE at the Royal Rumble because Mr. Perfect and Ric Flair had a, le- a loser leaves town match on Raw the following night. Problem with that was is that was filmed a week before the Royal Rumble, so Flair was. Technically already gone by the time. So Flair's games. last appearance was was the Raw Rumble, like, uh, like in, not in true. time. Uh, not true because he actually did some non televised events and oh. actually had a Madison Square Garden appearance as well, losing most nights, mostly to Bret Hart. But uh, he was in WWE until like late '93 uh, and actually did some uh, European tours as well. Those His European tour in, I believe it was Germany, uh, as he said, was actually his last 
go around with WWE before he finds So he goes him. he goes almost into the summer then. I would almost, love to see Red Hood versus Bret Hart on TV. Yeah, what that a nice good story. You know, what are you gonna do? So um so I mean on the Raw match <laughs> once he left, I mean it could have just we could have saved ourselves a lot of confusion if Vincent Big Band had just come out after he lost and just said but then Ric Flair could have just turned around and went. <laughs> so he was, he lost match and said, "I'm not leaving." <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah, uh, okay. where was I? So you don't a lot know. of confusion. No, I'm kind of lost with my own facts right here. So. So, yeah, by the time Royal Rumble came around, Flair was already technically gone. Yeah, the world of wrestling. Yeah. We say WCW a lot, but I mean, this is one of those, oh, WWE. No, WCW would have sent them with the title. Probably. No, twice. No. So, oh, 60% of the Rumble entrants were gone by year's end from WWE. 60%? 60%. Of 30. Yeah. What's that match, Jesse? <laughs> Jesus Christ. About 20. I want to be excited, 18, but I don't know the answer. Around, tw- around 20. 18, we round up. 18, 18 to 20 people. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. yeah. So. Thank you, Jesse. So, yeah. <laughs> so, the turn, the turnover, the turnovers just keep uh, turning <laughs> over. <laughs> the turnovers keep turning. Over. So, um. So, Flair, Papa Shango, Dibiase, the Nasty Boys, Mr. Perfect, Coco Beware, Berserker, Damien Demento, even Repo Man, just to name some notables, were all gone by the end of 1993. That's crazy. Big year of change here in 93. Yeah, and uh, as I mentioned, commentary for the last time for this event is done by Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Those have been your beneficial facts. These have been your beneficial and facts. And I apologize to our listeners if I basically just made them turn the show off. Just <laughs> because it came all the finishes? Because, yeah. because right. of the whole flare behind us. Like, see everything and tell us all. So all right. Should we go in the first match? We should. Please. We shall. Match number one is the Beverly Brothers taking on the pay per view debut of the Steiner Brothers. Woo! They don't say woo, that's Ric Flair. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, may, may the I? Steiners. The Steiners. <laughs> Is that better? There you go. The okay. Steiners look more impressive with proper lighting. Yes. Like apparently, like WCW where it's all. And dark Rick is wearing matching boots. I bet you Vince was like, "You're right? not doing that." Like, you're not. He learned. That. Well, there's probably a few things that they told them in the back, saying, "Hey, uh, you're doing this." Like, for example, um, you know, if uh, they. Come flying at you. Make sure you actually catch them and don't watch them and fall laugh. at your feet and point and laugh at them. After. Well, and okay, was it just me? But did the Beverly Brothers' music start off sound like Bruce the Barber Beefcake? Kind of. Yes. Okay, so it wasn't just me then. Maybe no. they, maybe they started and they're like, "Oh wait, that's not Bruce." <laughs> Wrong song. And then, um, I believe that I believe like, they have different music for their pay per views. It's actually not their original theme, and I actually oh, edited I over think music that has something to do with Jim Johnson. Okay. Because I, I heard the music, and I'm like, this sounds like... There's a lot people. of themes on the network that you're going to hear dubbed over with a different sound because of the Jim Johnson thing. Can't wait to hear HBK's new theme. Um, so, first thing I noticed, 
Scotty is impressively strong still. Never gets old. He went. Rick Steiner's impressive. Right? Well, was, both of them. It never gets old. Like you, like you're like, oh, they're they're strong. They amaze you every match. But then you watch them, you're like, man, are they well, strong? I forget who he was doing the tilt the world slam too, but they botched it. And yeah, Steiner and, and Scotty caught him, readjusted, and threw him. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this guy is not a small man. Yeah. It's not like Dink the Clown. He's throwing around. I looked at Bo Beverly and Scott Steiner just in the ring together before they locked up. And I just said to myself, there is nothing that Bo, Bo is not going to do anything to this guy. Did you see Rick Steiner almost kill Bo with a released German? Actually, that was Blake. That was Blake. See, I still don't know, but he almost killed. Basically every near death fall that. Oh, you're talking about, cause I saw Rick Steiner do a German suplex. Yeah. Released that German. Was to Blake still. Oh, yeah. he, he released him. Yeah. He just threw him. That's to Blake. He's yeah. like, oh, what? Hey, Bo Beverly yeah. took no dangerous bumps in this. <laughs> well, Blake. Welcome to WWF. Whoop! And I love how the storyline was built on the best of the best brother hate teams. Even though Blake and Bo Even are though the Beverly's are not brothers. biological brothers. <laughs> brother, 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 brother. But then again, we also see later on the Brothers of Destruction, so I guess it kind of makes sense. Um, it was an okay opener. You know, the crowd loved the Steiners. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, that's really all I got from that. Like, the best spot was the finish. Uh, yeah, when Scott hits the Frankensteiner on which one? Blake. Blake. <laughs> uh, and Blake spikes himself. Spike, no, Blake's like, at least t- there was a roll. Yes, there was a roll afterwards. But it's he not did like Van Hammer where it's just... Spike. So then so yeah, Scott uh Scott hits the Frankenstein and Blake slightly oh, pop too. Yes. Uh Blake slightly spikes himself and the Steiners get a win. Oh, there's there's actually one more spot that I didn't write down, but I remember now was where Scott was teasing the tiger bomb and yep. he had a clothesline. Yep. Love that spot. We'll carry on. What's our consensus there, Ben? Yep. Just solid. Just solid. Hope, uh, hope that concussion didn't last too long with uh, Blake. <laughs> Probably still happened today. Uh, match number two is for the Intercontinental Championship. Marty Jannetty versus Shawn Michaels. The big showdown final. Jesus. Why? A year in the scared minute. the crap out of me there. Holy crap. Why did you gonna, punch your table? Because I'm going to keep you... I'm going to keep your attention. This is like the Tito Santana Rick Martel. We, the... we never thought we were going to get the blow off, which Tito <laughs> and Rick, we never did. But Marty, after a year, we're getting it. We're getting it. And it's exciting because you're thinking in your head, you're like, oh, here we go. And then Marty shows up wearing that outfit. The garbage bags covered in white in condoms. Condoms, string. I, I don't know. It was terrible. What, what, like, when what you see him come out, you're like, what is this? And you see Sean come out looking like a professional champion. Like, like, that, that, like that blue strap, that IC belt. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Like he looked like a professional wrestler. Marty Jenny looked like someone from the Trash Bag Wrestlers Facebook page. Like it's just like, what are you doing? You're at a Royal Rumble. I liked how, because Sherry's in a neutral corner for this. Because yeah. um, uh, uh, Sean... Pulled her in the way of Janetti trying to hit him. With Should a, I give a synopsis on the back? Oh, that's cool. No. No? Okay. No. Janetti's mad. need to know. Janetti's mad because he got thrown through a mirror. So he tries the to glass, hit Sean. glass window. Yeah. So he tries to hit Sean with a mirror, and then Sean pulls Sherry in the way, and she gets smashed. Hmm. There you go. That's where we're at. 
And we're starting to finally see Michaels use the, the super kick more. The super kick, and they're actually saying it like it, it like it's a finisher. Yep. But I like how Sean came in and he was looking at Sherry. He's like, "Come on." Yeah, he's like, "Come on, come you on. miss me, you miss me. Come on in the ring. Come on, you love come me. Come on, you love me. Come on." Uh, what I'm I didn't, sexy boy. What I didn't like about this was that so Janetti, you've been thrown into a glass window. It's been a year. You should have a lot of pent up anger. And you sat there and waited as Sean undid his chaps. Yep. As soon as he was taunting Sensational Sherry, he should have just jumped Yeah, Janetti should have been all over him. So, like, that kind of annoyed me. Janetti should have just actually done, like, a diving spot over the ropes. Yeah, I, like, it should have been just, like, go time. Like, he I have rocked his world in the beginning, just jumped on him. It, it, like and and they went at a really slow pace to start the match. Yeah, which the first half me. was very lackluster. Yeah, and I, I was surprised by that. Well, as I mentioned, they were out in the town the night before, and you know you think uh, having a high prolific match like this that you know people some people have been waiting for them to finally have the big showdown. You think you'd want to bring your A game a little bit? <laughs> you think that's just me? That's what I would do if it was me. I like I love how HBK was bumping though. Like he's so yeah, yeah. good. He, oh, so no, good. his bumping. I mean, he was still. He was still HBK. Like there was that spot where HBK was on the apron. Um, no, sorry, Janetti was on the apron on the outside of the apron, and Michaels was in the ring, and Janetti suplexed them over the top rope to the outside. Oh, that was yeah, that was nice. first ever that we've yep. seen in this this era of wrestling. And then all of a sudden it goes to the next spot where. Michaels goes for a punch, and then he ducks it, and back suplexes him from the apron into the ring. Yep. So, like, these spots were... And then there was that one exaggerated... I called it Mr. Perfect Bump, where Jimmy hits the top rope punch. Oh, it's... Michaels is like a 360... Yeah, it does spin. a 360... Yeah. I'm like, I don't like those silly. bumps. I don't like the... Because they look exaggerated and not, like... Would you be doing that in a real fight? No. Yes. Well... If I got punched hard enough, I would... <laughs> Um, now there's one spot that really got me. Where are we fighting? <laughs> <laughs> there's one spot where it was the transitioning into the corner slingshot. Mm-hmm. That was pretty. That was dope. Yeah. And I love how Michael sells that. That was Sean's, like, big, one of his big spots back then. Love that spot. Him and matches. Perfect do that, that sell like crazy. But let's get into the finish, I think. Uh, Might as well. Might as well. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that then. Uh, so Sherry comes into the ring after the ref takes a bump when he accidentally gets hit by Michael's elbow. Mm-hmm. He just got a little, a little it bit hurts, close. Jesse. It hurts. Well, and it, like an actual good ref bump too. Like oh, it I... actually worked. So uh, she comes in, slaps Michael's, and then and then she grabs her shoe and she goes to hit Michael's as Michael's is being held Why by Why does she Jenny. have a purse? That's the world ender. Uh, that's a heel move. That's the gauntlet. That's right. Uh, and then Michaels moves. She cold cocks Janetti. Uh, uh, and then Michaels berates her. And then as Janetti gets up, Michaels just hits him with the sweet chin music. One, two, three. And Marty sells it like, the, what the hell was that? I don't even know. I don't even know. But what's our consensus on this? Michaels with the re- re- retains the title. Thankfully. Kind of weird. I would have done it a different way, but first half of the match not very good. Second half of the match very good. Finish. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it could have been better. Yeah, man, these podcasts would be short if we did that. Hey, <laughs> first half good, second half bad. Finish. <laughs> Next. 
Davis W. All bad. All bad. All bad. Match number three, the big boss man versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam, so, so I can do bam. this one. Start of the match bad, middle of the match bad, end of the match bad, finish sucked. Yep. Which guy? I'm giving it to both. I just really. I just an, I, Bam carried the match. I he thought. did, but uh, boss man looked like he's past his prime. His mounted punches in the corner were awful. Yeah. Just awful. Well, they also had like the, the worst angle too. Yeah, like they had his on the angle where he behind was him. Yeah, you can see him not like anywhere. But it's yet. just the way he like fed in with them. It's just like, what are you doing, dude? Bam, uh, bam! I thought was was great in this match. I just, I just thought it wasn't the best. Sh- like, I, I see what they're going for, but it wasn't the best showing for these two. Uh, I love Bam Bam's music though. Bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, all right, let's do this. What do you guys got? I literally have one note, and it's a paint by numbers big man match. Nothing really, yep. nothing yep. impressed me. The, the the biggest move that Bossman did was my favorite, which was he slides into the ring and does the uppercut. Yep. Uh, at the beginning of the match, I wasn't expecting much because of that god awful match we saw Bossman with nails. So I saw Bossman went, oh boy, here we go again. But this was actually a pleasant surprise. Nobody got choked, so that, that's Nobody got choked, so you know he was going to go somewhere at least. Yeah. And uh, Bam Bam as a worker for a big man was just unbelievable. Yep. So he ascends that top rope. So much like better. No he's, I, don't, I, thought, I find him he's almost like a more eloquent Vader. Yeah. In he's so much ways. better as a heel, too. Yeah, like he's, when, he, when he's in originally with his face yeah. thing. With and like we're seeing the beginning phases of his tattoo in his head. It wasn't like... Well, it was there before, but not as much. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you see it getting more and more detailed. Yeah, and I love his attire. Yeah, but unfortunately, it didn't. Uh, did we go over the finish? I'll tell it. I'll tell the finish. Big Bam Bam it's hits bad. hits a top rope <laughs> diving headbutt onto Boss Man, but the setup, if I remember correctly, was kind of funky. Was it was a clothesline. It was a clothesline. Yeah, out of the a, corner, out of the corner clothesline. Yeah, like he Boss Man whips him into the corner, and then. Bigelow just bounces out and hits him with a clothesline. They both kind of fall, and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then he goes up, hits the top rope headbutt, one, two, three. It's like, oh, okay. I wanted to see the green of Abbey Park. Um, yeah, so what's our consensus? The crowd has spoken. They don't like it. <laughs> and it brings us to our semi-main event. Baby. Already, baby. Daddy. Daddy. That's never going to get old. we got to find that sound bite. I'll find it. Trust me, I'll find it. Um, WWE Championship. Brett the Hitman Hart taking on Reza Ramon, the bad guy. Um, did you guys notice at the beginning when they're interviewing Brett that it's like the first footage of a wrestler in the gorilla position before he goes out? Yeah. Was, that was kind of cool. You saw J.J. Dillon on the on the yep. uh, on, with the headset. And you saw Jack Lanza by the curtain. Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like I I don't remember ever seeing that up until what we've watched. And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of neat." It's changed quite a bit compared to today. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's like a dude in a in a in a little desk back then, and now it's this whole big production with everything up. Oh, that was kind of cool. Love loved uh, Brett's attire. The yep. pink. Loved yep. It. Yep. Sergeant Pepper jacket back then. Oh, <laughs> loved it. Uh, I loved how when uh, Razor was in WCW, his attire was really bland, mm-hmm. and now he's he's like 
looking professional and looking good. Like his attire was nice too. He went um, to finishing school for sure. Yeah. WWE. Not to take anything away from the match, but the best part of this was Brett giving his sunglasses to a kid. <laughs> and then Razor Ramon being like, what? What? Come on. Come on. And then throw the toothpick at that same kid. <laughs> that was phenomenal. That, that like, right there, I was like, this this match is great right now, and I'm not even going to watch it. And I don't before care. that, when they showed footage of Razor attacking Owen. Yeah. Did your dad teach you this? Yeah. Did your daddy, daddy teach you this? Did your daddy teach you this, man? And it hits him with a garbage can. Like, <laughs> I love it. I'd love to hear. I'd love to see Stu teach that. I mean, uh, these are all uh, big daddy heel. Daddy hit him with the uh, garbage can. So I mean, these are all big heel tactics. But I mean, I don't know. I think I think Razor was actually one of the very. I know. I know Stone Cold was like. The anti-hero, but I don't know. Razor is an anti-hero. He's as well. one of those guys that you can already tell. He's you can't, you can't he's help almost, but like him. He's too cool to be to yeah. be hated. You know, it's, like it's him you, being natural. Basically. Yeah, you can already tell. But let's get to the match here. Uh, I didn't write much. I mean, it was a great no. match. In, in a surprise to nobody, a Bret Hart match had psychology. Yeah, yes. Right from the get go. Right, right from, from the, the get go, Bret goes after See, Razor's Scott leg. Well, Scott, and then well, Scott was that Ramon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Razor Ramon with great punches. That guy oh, does great punches. I think he's top three best worker all time. punches in the world. Of all um, time. I loved when Razor uh, got the heat going and he threw Brett along the 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 mat into the wind yeah. pulse. Oh, and then Brett's stomach sold it. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. yeah. That was good. And Brett like hit that thing pretty hard. I was and like, then oh sure that he does a chest bump into the corner. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, which I love how he did that by accident in Stampede Wrestling and just carried it over. Yeah. And beyond that, that's all notes I got. This match was so good. I don't. I don't really write much notes. Yeah. And also, Razor Ramon, he heard me last week, two weeks ago, when I said Ron Simmons, sell your leg when it's been worked on. Razor sold his leg the entire match. The entire match. Even when he was when he was getting into the heat and he was beating down Brett, he was still limping. Well, he was still selling. Outside the ring, he was doing rib breakers yeah. on the good leg. Yeah. And he was still like wincing when he yeah. went. So it's like, it's the small things. Yeah. Exactly. Believability. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Heenan making fun of Stuart Helen was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> He just—it's not Jerry Lawler funny, but it was pretty. He funny. was going to town, taught like about how if they don't, if they remember where they are, you know, <laughs> like just and then like they pad to Stu and like the, it's just Stu's face and it honest to God looked like he didn't know where he was when Bobby said that. <laughs> like he just looked zoned out. He's like, oh, I'm here. Um, so the finish is Brett goes for a small package pin, Razor Ramon kicks out, and then they're both lying there, and then Brett. As he's lying there, puts his leg over and hooks up the sharpshooter, turns him over, makes him tap. The, Which, big, thing, the big thing with this was that the whole time Heenan was selling that he can't do it because Razor's legs are too long. And he, he, he got it locked in a little bit, but he didn't sit and then it was like reverse quickly. Yeah. So when he, like the fact that he, like this is the second time we've seen it. First, it was, Yeah, I was going to say, we've seen this. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I've, we've seen this before and I couldn't remember the match that yeah, I saw. Yeah, like did it. And yeah. like I always love how Brett was so excellent at his execution, where he just and rolls over and applies it. Yeah, yep. you got guys who currently are trying to do a sharpshooter and they don't know how to do it from a normal position. Yeah, and Brett's like, I'm going to do it face down on my stomach with my hands busy. Yeah, well, and he did you notice too when he when he puts the legs over, 
you could see him like think for a second. He's yeah. like, oh no, wait. And then he flipped it the other way. Like he, he thought ahead so he didn't screw it up when he tried to turn it over. It's really well done. Very good match. Uh, so what's our consensus on this one? Crowd, let's see. I like it. I, w- I want to hear the crowd. Crowd, they left. They don't like us anymore. Damn it, Ben. They're done. Damn it, Ben. <laughs> Watch this match. Yes. Yes. And Razor looks like he looks like a star. Yeah. After this match, you watch know, it. Oh, yeah. is like he's arrived. Watch it for the toothpick throw. The bad guy. Best thing. Bad oh, guy. Oh, watch old Razor Ramon. I mean, he's his here, stuff is. Awesome. Here we go with this dumb segment. Ugh. Oh, are we at this point now. Yes. Oh, jeez. The the reason why I don't watch segments, the day, guys. Okay, the day, uh, Bobby Heenan throughout the pay per views was saying, "I'm gonna make my big." Uh, unveiling, unveiling. I'm gonna show the the unveiling and just went on about unveiling. So he finally goes down to the entrance and he unveils the narcissist. Lex- narcissist. Narcissist. Yeah. No, no. But they're not calling him the narcissist yet. They're calling him narcissist. Okay. Like just as like as, like, and I was like, I thought he was the narcissist. Fine. But it's it like I got confused. Okay, shut up. There's so many. There's so many. Give him a right now. There's so many sisses. Narcissist Lex Luger. So not narcissist. Narcissist. What were you saying? Narcissist. So he's saying narcissist. I'm gonna take he a nap. He was like narcissist. You wake me up when you're done saying narcissist. Okay. Narcissist. Cool. Okay. Anyways, this is the dumbest crap I've ever seen. How can you mock this name? We can't even pronounce it. You want to know? Uh, Vince, you want to know why Luger didn't work? Because of dumb crap like this. Awful. <laughs> Thank you, Vince. We already have a guy Thank using you. a mirror gimmick already. It's called Shawn Michaels. Yeah. We don't need a second one. And you don't need Bob. You don't well, need actually, Bobby technically, Heenan. we don't anymore because Sherry and Shawn don't do the mirror thing anymore. So they carried it over to uh, Lex. Lex. And, and, and playing Sherry is Bobby Heenan. <laughs> Oh like, boy, he just, may as well have been. Just How can we discuss lusting, this without lusting. going to an offensive it, conversation? It was so, so over the top, weird. It's like I it was felt, uncomfortable to watch. I felt Bobby halfway through realized that he's like, "What more can I say than I've already said that will keep the fans entertained?" So he just got repetitive. Yeah, it was just repeating the same thing over. You are so great. You deserve to be a narcissist. Yeah. You are in they love say. with yourself, and you like, have every right to be. Look at the muscles. Look at the muscles. And then he said, this is the best moment of my life. I'm like, The most really? proudest moment of my life. I'm like, really? I, well, I mean, at the same time, I'm kind of chuckling, going, he is totally making fun of him right now. Yeah. Like, it was a very... This is why I don't watch segments, guys. Well, we'll tell you the next one to watch. It frustrated me watching this. I'm like, uh, I can be fast-forwarding to the main event. Luger also watch this. challenged Mr. Perfect, so we're already setting up the post. Beyond flare. a shadow of a doubt! Wow! <laughs> Luger, <laughs> Luger's always seems to forget what he's supposed to say, too. Like, he, he, like he'll sit there and he'll be like... And I'll point a little bit, and he'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot. Without a shadow of a doubt! If like, he ain't what? talking about himself, he can't talk. That's right. What a crap segment. Terrible. And we have Heenan involved. Yeah. And it still be crap. That shows you how bad this was. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's go on. Let's go on to the main event. Baby. 
The main event, damn it. If this is the main event, it'd be the main event. That's a lot of boos. There's an extra boo. Oh, okay. So the way that we do our Royal Rumble is I will go through. So the next match is the Royal Rumble, by the way. <laughs> you took over the boos. I took over. So I will go through the eliminations in chronological order as they happen. Like okay. Right in order. And then we can discuss. By superstar appearance or by order of elimination? Elimination. Okay. Elimination. Uh, I Before you get into that. A lot of work. This, is, lot the of work. Fir- this is the first Rumble match with the WrestleMania opportunity for the title. Yes, it is. So that's a big deal. Whoever um, they, that may be at, by WrestleMania. They could, yeah, they kept on saying that. I was like, stress that enough. Uh, is there any title that's going to be Bret Mania? It's going to be Bret. Bret Hart's a working champion. He so, was. Uh, His number one entrant, Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Number two, Bob Backlund. We're going old, old, old. Old, old. Old, old, old. And the worst part is that, like, Bob Backlund's a former champion. Bob Backlund got no reaction when he came out. You know what, though? He got more reaction as the night went on. Yeah, but that's still bad. He comes out and no one boos, no one cheers. He's nobody like, knew who he was. Like, who is this? And, and he had I was confused because even he and our monsoon mentioned it, that they're both wearing red. I was like, are they coming out as a day team? Because they look exactly the same. Well, so, yeah, he lost the title in 1978, so yeah, we're like 15 years past what his prime was. So we got a newer. Shaggy held it for three, four years. No way. Oh, sorry. No, we held the title from 78. Oh, okay. Till, yeah, sorry. Because I, I thought she only had it for a little while, and he just 78 he, to 83. Gotcha. Bad. Okay. And Ten then, years. And Nonetheless, no reaction. Yeah. I'm like, this is good. Yeah. He's got yeah. you know no booze. So yeah, those are the first two. Okay. Now you go on. We'll, we'll chime in. Okay, here we go. So this is a lot of notes for eliminations. I, th- I think there's going to be 29 eliminations. I, your math is so good, Jesse. This is why I come to you for math advice. So Papa Shango is eliminated in the, as the first elimination by Ric Flair. I got nothing. Woo! No, no memories and no. nothing triggered. No. Brian Knobs eliminated by Ted DiBiase. Yeah, no, God, no. Okay. Moon eliminated by Waller. This one was hard to catch because they didn't even acknowledge it until after a minute he was eliminated. That's because they were concentrating on something else going on. That's the problem with having so many stories in a rumble is the commentators get confused yeah. and they don't mention who gets eliminated. Also, when. first appearance of Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Looking like a spring chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so the way Max Moon got eliminated, because you might not actually see it. I didn't see it. I so didn't see it. I what happened just, was, this is why I took a two-week vacation, guys. Three-week vacation so I could do this rumble. Oh, okay. And so I, you're and my, going away for another three weeks? <laughs> and my, my, my injuries have healed, sort of. So in the so when you're watching it, the top right turnbuckle, Jerry the King Lawler is in the corner selling. And Max Moon's hitting spinning wheel kicks. Mm-hmm. He goes for the second one. Lawler ducks and just tosses him over. All right. So I honestly think the commentators didn't even know he was limited. Yeah. Take because that, Max Moon. They're like, oh, Max Moon was limited. And I'm like, by who, guys? By who? Tell me who. You guys weren't paying attention. By Jimmy King Wallen. There you go. Uh, and then Flair was limited by Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect with a huge pop when yep. he comes in. Huge. He's not, he's not even a former world champ. Not even. Um, and then Skinner was limited by Mr. Perfect. And then Lawler was limited by Mr. Perfect. And then Virgil was eliminated by Berserker. And then oh, Berserker's Perfect. awful, hey? Oh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Huss. Oh, it's Huss. He's imitating um, a Bruiser Brody. Checkmark. Oh, is that... Was it's, that... It's, spo- it's a spin-off of Bruiser Brody's gimmick. It's awful. 
Uh, Perfect was eliminated by Lawler, Coco Beware, and DiBiase. You see Stop. when Coco Beware came into the realm, he's like, I can't <laughs> It was like the best mates dance in Fortnite. <laughs> I laughed my ass off oh. when I saw him come in. You know what I will say, though? Like, for the most part of this rumble, there's a lot of standing around, and the guys don't know what to do. You would think by this is the like, sixth rumble? Is this the sixth, seventh rumble? They're like, they're like, kind of like, grab each other, like, oh, what do I do here? It's oh, such okay. a dangerous match, too, because there's so much happening. Yeah. And you can't really cross-communicate with people around you. Uh, and then Samu was eliminated by Undertaker. Tenru by Undertaker. Take that, Tenru. Yeah. Terry Undertaker. Taylor. Undertaker's Terry boring. Taylor back in Taylor, WWE. Terry, uh, Terry Put the Red Rooster. Terry no. Taylor. I would like to say, like, I know we, I know he gets mad, you know, because everyone knows him as the Red Rooster. But nobody That's remembers... That's all we know him for. Nobody remembers this WWF run as, as him Taylor coming back as, as Terry Taylor. But I remember the Red Rooster. So, Terry Taylor by Ted DiBiase, Coco Beware by Ted DiBiase, DiBiase by Taker, Undertaker's going right through him, Berserker by Taker, yeah, Undertaker then, by Giant Gonzalez, Giant Gonzalez making his debut, but they did you know, an excellent job bringing him in though, no, right? knowing, knowing who, what he did in, in WCW there, yeah, you're exactly right. Well, they did a very good job, I except found, for the attire. <laughs> That's I, really I can't freaking weird. Attire. I can't defend I find it funny that the entire time he was in WCW, he was like, it was a pity party for him. Yeah. He doesn't really know how to wrestle well. He was in, like, he was drafted for this reason. Yeah. Like, you felt, they wanted you to feel bad because it was terrible. But then he's like, oh, you're a monster? Yeah, you're seven So we're foot booking you seven, as a monster. And, and what best way to do that by having you eliminate Taker? Yeah. And just the commentary and just, when and he's coming in going, what is that? Yeah, and just, <laughs> and air quote, destroy him. Correct. Uh, yes. Typhoon by Earthquake, so that might be a... They're both... man for himself. Uh, again, with the uh, with the 60% gone, Earthquake, yep. Earthquake is fired shortly after this. He goes to Japan. And Typhoon leaves to become the Shockmaster. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> more, more, more on that down there. Yeah. Uh, we'll, the, we'll get there. The Mento by Carlos Colon. We'll, we'll break uh, that wall down. Did you know, according to Gorilla Monsoon, yeah. that <laughs> Carlos Colon is a young man Compared this to who? Bob Backlund? Like, well, he's older than Bob Backlund. That's <laughs> exactly. exactly. Freddie Blassie? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, compared to yourself, Monsoon? Because <laughs> he's still wrestling? He's in his 40s. Yeah. Fat two, and he oh looks it. Oh my god! Fat two eliminated by Bob Backlund. Um, I R Backlund still in there, huh? I R S by Earthquake. <laughs> again, again, the spot with the grabbing of the tie. He's got his yep. tongue. That's <laughs> his tie. Tatanka by Yokozuna. Yokozuna. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big boy. Carlos Colon by Yokozuna. Earthquake by Yokozuna. The way he eliminated Earthquake too. That yeah, was, that he was just pretty impressive. He just belly to belly him over. I was like, yep. oh my god. Um, uh, there's one thing I noticed about uh, Yokozuna doing is when uh, Mr. Fuji's uh, waving the Japanese flag. I is it Mr. Fuji or Master Fuji right now? Mr. Fuji. Okay. He's um. What? It's not his question. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and because um, it really matters. Well, he's, well, he's, he's swinging the <laughs> Japanese flag around, and um, then you see Yokozuna go, Samoa! <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, but go Japan, I guess. Um, Tito Satana eliminated by Yokozuna. Yeah. Jerry Stegs by Owen Hart. Owen Hart, yes. And the way Owen Hart comes in, he's just, he's just like... Dee, 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 dee. Yeah, <laughs> did you notice he... By them? Yeah, he runs by Yoko. He's like, like Yoko nope. and Earthquake. He's like, I'm not touching you guys. Uh, Owen Hart, 
should I say eliminated or should I say throwing out? Uh, <laughs> tossed like a sack of potatoes by Yokozuna. Yeah, yeah, and he landed on his leg so awkwardly. I was like, "Oh crap!" Yep, uh, Repo Man by Randy Savage. Rick Martel by Bob Backlund. So the final four is Yokozuna, Randy Savage, Rick Martel, and Bob Backlund. Oh. Yep. Uh, and here comes no an elimination with the fact. Bob Backlund eliminated by Yokozuna, thus breaking the record. Yep. For the longest time in the Rumble at this point for one hour, and I believe it was two minutes. And that lasts until Rey Mysterio, does he it not? He beat Flair by like a minute. Yeah, but and it lasts until Rey Mysterio. Yep. I'm pretty sure, yes. Yeah. Wait. Not Benoit? Maybe Benoit. Stand by! For, for for that we'll confirmation, we'll find that out. Um, yeah, you guys will find that out in about a year and a half or so <laughs> when we get there. Randy Savage, oh. eliminated by Yokozuna. Oh. But how did that go? Okay, so let's tell the fans how so, that, um, how that went. Yokozuna was going for an avalanche. Savage moved and basically Yokozuna knocked himself off of his feet. Randy Savage goes up to the top and hits his flying patent elbow, but then Randy Savage. Goes for the pin, and then Yokozuna. This is the Royal Rumble match. This isn't WCW Yokozuna pushes Randy Savage so hard that he flies over the top rope. I'm going, okay, nobody is going for a pin in this entire match. So why are why is Savage? Why are why are Savage? Why are Savage doing this? Why are Savage doing this? Why are you? Savage. Your, your, Lord, your level. Johnny Gonzalez didn't go for a pin in this entire now, match. Let's, you know, let's talk about that for a little bit. So he's not the only one, actually, that does this mistake. What? Later on in life, Great Collie goes for a pin okay, well, in the Rumble. We're Marcus, talking about 1993. <laughs> no, 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 we're, going, we're talking about 1993. Uh, can I also point out that Great Collie probably was new to the Rumble? And there was the also time? another Rumble we watched previously where someone else did the same thing. I forget we're who it was. We're talking about 1993. We're talking about the Ryder Sanchez not the first one to do this. Uh, we're also talking about... But else. he's the first one to do this and then get eliminated because of what he did. Yeah. Randy so, Savage is the only one in this entire match to do this, though. <laughs> so Yoko eliminates Savage with the dumbest finish we've seen in a rubble. Yeah. And Yoko's eliminated. Randy Savage almost got worst performer for that move. We don't have a worst performer, Ben. We have a toolkit award. Oh, yeah. Toolbox. Yeah. Toolbox award. Uh, what's, our, what's, what's the crowd's consensus on this? I feel like it's a slow clap of crap. For a um, rumble? This could have been a lot better. Oh. This is a match where you have a lot of stories to be told. We have a lot of action that can happen, but there was not a lot of action. But then Savage went for a pin, and that ruined everything. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Come on, Savage. I think it's time for our... Uh, our the toolbox tool of the night. Yeah, and yeah. then we have a new a new award that we're premiering tonight too. The premier sports. See what I did there? See what I did there? <laughs> I, remember, found the guy. He said it. He said it. <laughs> it's the premier sports premier player of the night. There you go. Say that ten times fast, Ben. No, we don't. Have <laughs> okay. I would love a drum roll before I tell my score. That's uh, how I feel. Are you going to go first this time? I'll like go the, first. You like the drum okay. roll, don't you? Are we going to go clockwise or counter? I'll point to who no I want. No point. What do you point both ways? Yeah. All right. I gave this uh, this entire event, or do we do performers first? We do performers. Uh, this is your tool, role, Jesse. Toolbox award goes to the whole nar- narcissist segment because that crap was awful. 
I don't need Bobby Heenan fawning over some dude. And I also don't need Lex Luger flexing. I saw enough of WCW. Lex Luger. Uh, Flex Luger, exactly. Or Lex Luger. My (laughs) premier performer, sponsored by Premier Sports, a Jersey store in Calgary here, um, is Bob Backlund, because he's old as all balls here, and he lasted over an hour, and that just impressed the crap out of me. And he didn't sit in the corner, like he was doing crap. And the crowd appreciated, and they gave him a standing ovation when he got... Kicked out, or kicked out. But when he came when, out, they're like, oh, who's this guy? Yeah, when he came out, they didn't know who he was. When he left, they're like, oh, we got to give this old man some respect. Uh, on the whole, I gave the pay-per-view a 4.5 out of 10. Woo! This was the worst Rumble match I've seen. Yes, I yes, I agree. That's, it was worse than even the first and second one. Yeah. Those were terrible. Yeah, well, Jim Duggan winning. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like Steel versus Uh Ramon Bret Hart was a really good match. Uh, but the rest was solid to crappy. So, yeah. My best performer, just out of respect, as the last uh, go around for the both of them is Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Brainheim for their commentary. Good pick, good pick. And yeah, my I changed my worst performer, just reflecting back. It's actually the narcissist as well, just because Ooh. it's. Two for two? It's, it's, it's junk. <laughs> just it's garbage junk. Just garbage. I mean, Bobby Heenan kind of made it... It was horrible as commentary, but at the same time, he kind of made it entertaining because I'm going, you're totally just making fun of this guy right now. So I appreciate that. So, yeah. Oh, Lord. That's, uh, and, oh, and my score was a 6.5 out of 10. All things considered, the matches before kind of kept the events head above the water. But yeah. the match at the Royal, Ma- Royal Rumble match, yes, I agree. It's the worst one I've seen yet. We should put this as, the, as like the opening match. Probably. To be honest. Well, and probably. Um, is it my turn? Yes, your turn. Yes. Yes. Both. So, I, so, yes. For the Toolbox Award, I give it the Big Boss Man. He just did not look what I believed him to be when I was younger. He was a hero of mine. He's not a boss man And in this match, he just not didn't look good. Like you said, he looked ruggish. And he, he looked old. And just... I think the best word actually was sluggish. He looks sluggish. Yeah. Uh, for the premier, I like ruggish though. I want to go with that word. Ruggish. You guys are ruggish. You're still interrupting me. Ruggish. Sorry. Kind of hung up on ruggish. <laughs> ben. Ben is ruggish. The premier performer I gave to Shawn Michaels. I did not know the back. Ground story how they were the night before, so I didn't even know that. Even was after those that, that selling that he was doing, that one sell was Mr. Does it all the time. He That's does, true. He does a sell all the time. That's true. Sean did it for the first time, but I loved just he looks so good. Like Michaels is a good IC champ with that blue with that the blue attire, strap belt too. The attire, his look, he looks like a professional wrestler. Um, I gave the pay per view a solid six out of ten. As Jesse said, it was the matches before that made it. No, it was actually me that said that. I don't. Yeah, but you're kind of ruggish. Yeah, you're ruggish. I'm ruggish. Um, yeah, you know, match of the night was definitely for me was was Ramon and Hart oh, yeah, for, for sure. sure. And then Michaels and Janetti got a high score for me. And the rumble was just was not good. Like for that many people and that many superstars in the ring, you should have a lot of stories we told. The roster was so weak, though. It was so there was like no, no chemistry. No How many tag there. teams were in there? I bet you if you went back and oh, looked, there had to be like six or seven <laughs> tag teams. In and there. they kept referencing them too, like oh, and like oh, them. they're they're turning on each other. It's like this how this shows how like. Well, and let's also not forget to mention that Heenan also spoiled 
the uh, Flair and Perfect. That is true. Not. Halfway, like during the Rumble, they're like, tomorrow night on Raw, Flair and Perfect are going to have their Loser Leafs Town match. And I'm like, so they're not winning this match? Yeah. It was a given, like they're not winning. Yeah, because um, you can't have the guy win the Rumble and then lose the Loser Leafs Town match. <laughs> that would throw a wrench in it. Oh, jeez. Oh, that would be kind six of out of ten. Weird one. That's what I gave it. All right. So I guess I'm the angry one. Yeah. There you go. I didn't really care for this. I really hope the year gets better, but if I remember correctly, it does not. <laughs> so get ready for some entertaining podcasts. We will make these terrible pay per views worth your while. Just come and listen to That's our show. That's right. And we'll entertain you. So follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hashtag Squared Circle Rewind YYC. I said that a little bit faster, so I'm pretty yeah. good. Where our podcasts, our past episodes are being uploaded every week on Google. Every week. Every week. Consistently. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, and Anchor. So anywhere you get your podcasts, if you're not listening on Facebook Live, check us out on those platforms. Give a listen to our older stuff. There's some really good uh, pay-per-views in there that we've reviewed. Uh, And also tune in on Facebook. On Wednesday, August 1st on Facebook Live, when we fast forward to our next rewind, WCW Super Bowl, Super Brawl. Super Bowl? Super Bowl. It's football facts. Might as well be. Super Brawl 3. What's the, uh, we usually say the main event? Oh, the main event, I believe, is Vader versus Sting in a White Castle of Fear match. Lovely. Yes. This could be fun. I can't wait. <laughs> Woo! Before, before we go, though, just a few things. Dave. <laughs> and. I don't know why that made me laugh. Why is he always, every episode he slaps me or tugboats me. Yep. That Brr, sounds, tugboat just sounds, sounds the dirtiest thing. We, <laughs> on that note. As we always say, everybody. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night. You're not going to say night, Dave? Dave. Oh, good night. Oh, Jesus. Good night.